A very good morning and a happy Friday from the Daily Oz. Today is the 19th of November, the end of the week, and according to Sam, it is also World Toilet Day. It is, it's true. We're trying to change up how that opening goes, and clearly that is the best we could go for. Sam, take us through the news of the day. Before we jump into it, a quick trigger warning. The first story of our news bulletin and our deep dive contain mentions of rape. The man who allegedly raped former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins in Parliament House will stand trial next June. The man's facing one charge of sexual intercourse without consent and he has pleaded not guilty to the charge. Debate over Victoria's pandemic laws, which we covered a bit earlier in this week, has been paused now after former government MP Adam Somurek announced he would vote against the bill, arguing it gives too much power to the government. The government is now looking to find one more vote in the upper house. A lawsuit has been filed against Alec Baldwin that alleges he unnecessarily fired the gun that killed cinematographer Halna Hutchins. The lawsuit was filed by the script supervisor Mammy Mitchell, who said, quote, there is nothing in the script about the gun being discharged by defendant Baldwin or by any other person. Today's good news, and boy, is it good to have some good news for Victorians. You are waking up to a further easing of restrictions today as the state does approach the 90% double-dose vaccination rate. From last night, there are no limits on the number of people who can visit your home. Masks will only be required in high-risk settings, and fully vaccinated people can host or attend weddings with no capacity limits. So as Sam mentioned at the top, this story does discuss themes including sexual assault. A couple of weeks ago, one of our journos, Billy, came to us with a story about a Chinese tennis player, Peng Shui. She said that the female tennis player had made an accusation against a former government official. He was the former vice premier. It was posted to a popular social media platform in China called Weibo, but was then deleted a mere 30 minutes later. Yesterday, there was another update on this story. So let's start from the very beginning. So the post by Peng specifically said that this vice premier, Zhang Gali, who was a close ally of China's leader, President Xi, forced her to have sex with him. When the 35-year-old made these allegations, even though it was taken down 30 minutes later, screenshots of the post circulated more widely online and reached a global audience. And here's where the story gets even more mysterious. Since the allegations have been posted, the famous tennis player has seemingly disappeared. Just over a week ago, the Women's Tennis Association asked the Chinese government to investigate the sexual assault allegations that were made. They said that the tennis player had not been heard from since she made the allegations nearly two weeks before that. At the time, Steve Simon, the CEO of the Women's Tennis Association, told the New York Times that several sources had said she was safe, but added that they hadn't been able to reach her. He said, my understanding is that she's in Beijing in China, but I can't confirm that because I haven't spoken directly with her, he told the publication. He also said the events are of deep concern to the WTA and said, as an organization dedicated to women, we remain committed to the principles we were founded on, equality, opportunity and respect. Then everything changed again on Wednesday this week, only two days ago, when Chinese state media released an email purportedly sent from Peng to the CEO of the WTA. The email said the news in that release, including the allegation of sexual assault, is not true. I'm not missing, nor am I unsafe. I've just been resting at home and everything is fine. However, according to the London Telegraph, there are increased fears that she's under house arrest. The China Global Television Network published words allegedly of Peng in her voice, claiming I've just been resting at home and everything is fine. And that grab circulated around Chinese media. 
The WTA, however, is not convinced of the legitimacy of that email, with the CEO of WTA saying, I have a hard time believing that Peng Shui actually wrote the email we received or believes what is being attributed to her. Peng Shui displayed incredible courage in describing an allegation of sexual assault against a former top official in the Chinese government. I've repeatedly tried to reach her via numerous forms of communication to no avail. We've also heard this week from tennis star Naomi Osaka, who said on Twitter, censorship is never okay at any cost. I hope Peng Shui and her family are safe and okay. I'm in shock of the current situation and I'm sending love and light her way. Hashtag where is Peng Shui? The hashtag itself has gained popularity on social media, with users on Twitter particularly engaging in the hashtag. As journalists, it's a really interesting story to engage with as it's really hard to get primary information out of both the Chinese government and Peng Shui and her family. While this story is obviously disturbing, it is also a really interesting intersection of sport, of media and, of course, political systems. And I really anticipate that it will pick up steam on social media as the days go by. It's been a big week of news for everyone. Take care of yourself this weekend and relax. If if you want to listen to some longer form audio from The Daily Oz, check out the second episode of Young, Dumb and Informed. Billy talks all things mental health and you really get on top of the topic area within about half an hour. It's a pretty good deal. Have a great weekend and we'll speak to you on Monday.